welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 98. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. That just helps new listeners find us and, of course, helps us grow the show. And before we get started today, Chris, we have a great deal from our friends over at OrlandoVacation.com. You're exactly right, Vanessa. Our friends at OrlandoVacation.com have an exclusive code for you to receive 5% off your lodging the next time you want to book in Florida. Use the code DISLOVE, D-I-S-L-O-V-E at checkout to save 5% off. Not only do they have condos, pool houses, even McMansions <laughs> for your family, they offer hotel properties including some Disney Good Neighbor resorts. Check out our Instagram profile for the properties. We recently stayed at one uh, this, fall, this last fall and we're going to be going again this spring and we're looking at properties from OrlandoVacation.com. Go there online or call 800-641- Four zero zero eight. Thanks, Vanessa. Yes, and they have a couple of really nice new good neighbor properties that are that have came on board that I will make sure to share those on Instagram for people to find as well. And on today's show, we're going to be joined by Brenda from Castle Clubhouse Co. Their shop features Mickey coasters, glass cups, stickers, and keychains. And she also has a promo code for our friends. Chris, could you share that? They sure do. Use the code Welcome Ten. To save 10% off your first order. And what's awesome is, you know, we're doing this a little before Christmas. And a lot of times, you know, people, once they they get to the Christmas holidays, they want to reward themselves and do that. Use the code WELCOME10 to save 10% off your first order. Now, on today's show, we are going to be discussing the different festivals at Epcot. And a while back, we talked about all of the festivals across property. But today, we're just going to focus on Epcot. And we're going to focus on the three that have nothing to do with any of the holidays. Because we've talked about holidays on the show. Um, As we head into the start of the new year, one of the festivals is the Festival of Art. So it got us thinking about diving a little deeper into those specific festivals across Epcot. And as many of you know, the joke is that whenever you go, there's always some sort of festival going on at Epcot. And that is very true. Um, But we're going to just focus on those three major ones that happen throughout the year. Now, the first one, we are, this is launching in December of 2021. We're heading into the International Festival of the Arts, which will start just after the holidays. It starts January 14th, and it will run until February 21st, and this is of 2022. Now, this one, if you're not familiar with it, we actually lucked out, and again, I'm sure Chris won't remember this. (laughs) We were there for the inaugural festival in 2017. Do you remember being there for that, Chris? No. (laughs) Well, I will give you a little bit of credit. We were only there for the first day of of the festival. So we got to get a sneak peek of it. And what this festival is, is really what it sounds like. It's all about the arts. One of the things that's super exciting is it not only has like visual arts, it also has performing and then the culinary arts as well. So they have everything from exhibits to living statues. They have performances by different artists. Um, One of the things that is super cool, which um, we have a good friend, Mike, who loves Broadway, and he would enjoy this. There's a Disney on Broadway concert series, and these are at the American Gardens Theater. 
And we love going to the American Gardens Theater, of course, because it's at the American Adventure where we were married. And they have, this was missing in 2020, so it's super exciting to have it back. They have Broadway stars that are coming, and essentially they're from some of the different Disney shows. So when you look at... Wow, that is cool. Yeah, so it's super cool because no matter when you go, you can hit up one of these awesome concerts and check the dates because it ranges from Aladdin to Beauty and the Beast. They have, our daughter would love, they have Little Little Mermaid. Um, As kids of the 80s and 90s, I don't know, Chris, what is a, maybe you can guess this one. Um, It's a Disney, it it was a movie, now it's a Broadway show, but it's set with young men who were selling newspapers. Do you remember that one? Newsies. Who yeah. doesn't know that? Yeah. So Newsies, um, Mary Poppins, Tarzan, Lion King. So really, it's super cool. They have stuff all the way throughout the thing. And if you happen to be there at the end of the festival, I think this is, would be worth it if you were a big fan. On the last day, they have a special performance that has like five of the singers there. So that is super cool. Um, it's exciting to have it back after having it gone last year with everything with the pandemic. So we're looking forward. It'll be fun to see that back this year. Now, when you when we talk about things, we always talk about food, which I think all the time. Is, yeah, we exactly. talk about food all the time. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> one of the things with this is they kind of make food into art. And the good thing is it still tastes good as well. When we were there, we got a couple of things. I think we got like a cookie that came with stuff that you could paint on it. They also just do like really artistic displays of the food, how it's plated. Um, So just like with Flower and Garden and Food and Wine, there are stalls around the World Showcase um, from everything to the traditional things that we think of with some of the festivals all the way to like very themed things. So like for instance, at... There's one called Deco Delights, and everything is Art Deco desserts, which is super oh, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's nice. Yeah, so that's super fun. Um, they have a lot of pairings with wine and other cocktails throughout. Um, one of the things that in Japan, I thought it's pretty pretty cool. They did their all of the dishes are by colors, so they do five colors of Japanese cuisine. One of the things that I think sounds interesting is they have sushi donuts. I would be interested to see what that tastes like. Um, Throughout the rest of the World Showcase, they have ones that are inspired. They have things that are inspired by certain films. So coming out right now is the, you have Encanto is at the theater. So they have one that has all Colombian cuisine. So I think they have some spicy items and things that sound really good. So it's just really fun. You can make your way around the World Showcase and try different things. And of course, we know when you go to Epcot, there's always going to be lots of food and lots of things to try out. So being able to eat around the world is another fun thing. And if you're not like us and food isn't your big thing, they also have a lot of art things as well. I know for some of, we have some good friends that are great artists. They would enjoy this a lot. Or even for those of us that would like to be good artists that are not good at all, I would put Chris and I as not very artistic in most things that we do. Um, (laughs) but they have some things like they have, if you remember back to, I don't know, Chris, did you ever go to an animation Academy with me where you could draw a character? Uh, I'm sure, but I don't remember. Yeah. So this is something that was a fan favorite over at Hollywood studios. They have the animation Academy 
back. It's at American Gardens Theater. And essentially you go there and they have an animation artist that will walk you through all of the different steps to create a character. And we have one even from when there was a Disney exhibit at in Chicago and they did an animation academy. So it's always a fun souvenir to be able to take home something you created yourself. One of they have some chalk art and chalk art sounds like super basic, but chalk art there is amazing. Our good friends, Linda and Sheldon, they went last year and they took pictures of all the different chalk art displays. I mean, it looks like you're you stand on it and it looks like you're in the middle of the ocean or you stand on it. and It looks like you're surrounded by animals, like all kinds of super cool things. It's on the ground, but it's three dimensional. And when you're standing there, it looks like you're part of the image. I'll have to see if I can get some pictures from them. It's just really like uh-huh. your masterpieces. And so that is super cool. Um, one thing that we got to do when we were there is they have these large murals and you get to paint a small piece of it. So you stand in line and you get like one year is figment. I forget what it was the year that we were there. But you essentially get these little, I mean, they're very small. They're like one by two inch um, little things that you get to go paint on the mural. And then by the end of the festival, the full image appears, which is super fun. Um, just a lot of different things with the, um, they have also, they have artists that will perform like do drawings live. So we watched somebody do a painting that was Mickey Mouse. That was oh, that was really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it was within 15, 20 minutes. He had this beautiful painting done. It's just super neat to be able to see the creative side of things. And, of course, Disney adds in some of the things that we're used to with the other festivals. Like if you want to go to one of the Broadway shows, you can do the dining package where you get the seating at the show as well as your dining package for lunch or dinner. Um, The restaurants that are included with that include Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, and Rose and Crown. And those are nice because you get, this kind of goes back to hopefully the dining plan is back soon. But if you do purchase this, you get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert or a buffet, and then your drink as well. So it's nice because you're guaranteed to see. You don't have to go get in line for those long lines. Um, So it's worth checking out those. And really throughout, they have all kinds of cool photo ops. I think we're all getting used to at Flower and Garden. Oh, yes, those like, are really Yeah, cool. like you looks like you're in a picture or something. So they have all kinds of ones spread throughout the World Showcase. They even have one um, between Italy and Germany that coming up for this year that looks like you're in the Mona Lisa. My friend would really love this. My friend Judy loves Peter Pan. And in by the bridge that comes into the World Showcase from the International Gateway, there's a Peter Pan storybook that looks like you're in it. Um, at the American Adventure, they have Washington crossing the Delaware, and you can look like you're in that painting. So just really oh, neat. That's cool. Yeah, so all kinds of things, whether you like artistic things, historical things. It's just a lot of different fun things to be able to do. So that is the Festival of the Arts. They also have a lot of things for kids where they can learn to do chalk art. Um, They have, there's a special segment this year that is for drawing about like the, for the 50th anniversary, celebrating 50 years of magic. I mean, it's just an exciting thing, especially if you are someone who enjoys art. Or if you are someone who just likes trying out something different, 
You can check out the cuisine. You can check out the different um, exhibits and things around the world showcase. It's a lot of fun. And that, again, runs in through February. So if you can hit that sweet spot before it gets too busy again, you can check out all of those fun things. Now, moving on after Festival of the Arts, just a couple weeks later. So again, like we said, how Epcot pretty much always has a festival. Um, the Flower and Garden Festival starts, and that is the day before our anniversary. So, Chris, what date would that be? March 2nd. Yeah, so March 2nd until the 4th of July. So they've been running this a lot longer now is the Flower and Garden Festival. Um, they have over 100 topiaries, which that is one of my favorite things. I know for our vow renewal, we were able to get so many cool pictures by. Oh, yes. And unfortunately, they didn't run Flower and Garden this early when we got married. But by the time we had our vow renewal, we got pictures by all the topiaries. So that's even a fun thing I think you could do with your family is go and get pictures in front of as many of the topiaries as you could. Um, throughout the park, starting at the front entrance, moving all the way back through the World Showcase. They also have all of the different kitchens spread throughout um, the World Showcase where you can try all kinds of different awesome cuisine. And a lot of things are themed to fresh produce and things. So there's a Florida citrus one and there will there's one for honey And all kinds of different things like that where you can go and taste something connected to something related back to the festival. Um, They also have a butterfly house. So that's fun to be able to see. Oh, yeah, that'd be really cool. And typically, I'm not sure with all of the construction going on where it is, but a lot of times it's over on the side with the land and the Imagination Pavilion and Living Seas. I'm assuming it's still in that area, depending on the construction going on. So you want to check that out. And that's always fun for little kids. They have a lot of areas where kids can play within the garden displays where they'll have playground equipment and stuff intermixed. So that's kind of a nice thing as well. And of course, besides food, Epcot is always known for those concert series and the Garden Rocks concert series will be back. And that's fun because there is always different groups now they're starting to move into where they have a lot more of the like 80s and 90s groups for the garden rocks um a lot of the older groups that they used to have like 60s and 70s have retired so they're starting to do a little bit more from our generation um so that's kind of a fun thing check out that series they haven't announced who's going to be singing and playing during that time so keep an eye out usually I would say about a month or so before they release that. But Chris and I have went to quite a few concerts, which is. Oh, yes. And I know um, even in recent years, we've seen several groups. So that's always nice. Check it out. Sometimes the concerts usually are only on the weekend nights. So I always try to plan if we're there going to Epcot multiple times. Usually like that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're going to be able to see those concerts. So you might want to plan your Epcot day around that because that's always been fun to see but really just spending your time going around and checking out the topiaries there will often be a lot of the they'll have talks with people from home and garden shows they'll have seminars on things related to gardening or related to like decorating and different things like that so it's always fun usually at the festival center they'll have all of those things taking place so check that out 
I enjoy Flower and Garden Festival. I would say I enjoy it more in the spring. I don't know if I would enjoy Flower and Garden Festival at the end of June, beginning of July when it's starting to get so hot. Um, but if you can make it there in the, in the spring, it's well worth it. I think that's probably one. I think that's probably my favorite time to go to Epcot. Maybe I'm biased because of our wedding, but we enjoy going in. And Chris likes to go to baseball and stuff at that time of year as well. Oh, definitely. Yes. Now that again ends in July and then, well, that ends July 4th. And guess what? Two weeks later, um, the, the food and wine festival starts. So the International Food and Wine Festival will run July 15th. And well, this was the years, this, these were the dates for 2021. They usually run them right around the same. So give or take a day or two, July 15th um, through usually the week before Thanksgiving is the International Food and Wine Festival. And we were there this year. Chris and I went and then I actually got a chance to go back with my parents as well. And this is the one where you're going to have the most food because it is Food and Wine Festival. There's 25 kiosks that are spread around. They have very tapas-sized portions. Um, They have wine and beer pairings, depending on what you want. I will say that this festival gets very busy on the weekends. Oh, definitely. And you can wait a long time for food. So I always suggest trying to plan an Epcot day in the during during the week because when Chris and I were just there this fall, we went on I don't know I think like a Wednesday, and there wasn't hardly any wait. But we went back with our friends that weekend on a Sunday, and it was very busy. Like we didn't even wait in line to get any of the food because the lines were pretty long. So plan that accordingly, and on the weekends it can get rowdy. Um, if you're not somebody who drinks, you'll see a lot of people with the drinking around the world shirts. And I would say, I know when I've been there on the weekends, if I had a small kid, I might not take them later in the day on a weekend during food and wine, because you'll see a lot of people out drinking. Not, I mean, it's still a family atmosphere, but you might want to take the kids earlier in the day or not on a Saturday, because there's just usually a lot of adults enjoying the festival. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. And of course, they will do um, dining experiences. Chris and I went, oh, it's been a couple of years. Do you remember? I don't even remember the names of the chefs that we went to the brunch. Yeah, good luck. I don't know. (laughs) If I don't remember, Chris definitely doesn't remember. Um, But they'll do special brunches with people from like the Food Network or who are famous chefs where we went and they made a whole brunch, like they cooked all the items and then as they made them, then they brought them out for you to sample and to eat. They will have some cooking classes. There's just all kinds of those little extras that are fun to do during the festivals for people who've never been. It's something unique. Or if you go a lot, it gives you a new experience when you're at Disney, which I think is always great. We like to look for those different experiences to do. So keep an eye out for those. Those can change. And they even have small things like they have a hoping they bring it back, assuming they had like yes. a tea tour in the UK and they went through all the different teas that the twinnings teas that they had and little things like that, that are fun add-ons. And with all the other festivals, surprise, surprise, there are concerts. Um, there's, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, these ones are the eat, eat to the beat concert series. Again, it wasn't in 2021, but they're, 
in 2021, they just had local groups. Um, the word is that next year they'll have the bigger bands back again. I would say probably by early June, they should have those dates released. Oh, that's cool. Early. Yeah. So if you're planning again, those usually tend to be on the weekend. So you got to balance out. It's going to be a little bit more crowded with a food kiosk, but you get to see the concerts as well. So that's always something to keep in mind. But overall, I think all of these festivals offer something for families or for adults. It just gives you a nice experience, something different. I think it gets you to spend more time at Epcot than you might normally because there's all these extra things to do, whether you're eating or going to see the entertainment and enjoying all of those things. So overall, I enjoy all of these festivals. I, I already said my favorite, but Chris, if you had to pick a favorite, what would be yours? Oh, I would have to go with the food and wine, I think. Food and wine? And yeah. I'm assuming because of the food. Yeah, well, plus just the bands. I remember I remember we saw a, a band a couple of times there. That band, too, was the fun part. Yeah, and that's what I think is neat because it gives you some a different experience. And like we've talked about before, Chris always mentions the value for your money. You see bands there that are sometimes people that you'd pay $50, $75 to see a ticket. Uh, yeah. At a Vanessa, I, one of my trivia questions is about the, uh, a, an artist or band that performed Ooh. at the, to the beat series. So yes, I, I agree. I mean, I was looking at the list on Wikipedia and you know, I was like, man, I would go to that concert. I, mean, I would go to that concert. I mean, very impressive lineup. Yeah. So when you think about how much you've paid for your admission ticket, not only are you getting just like the Disney park experience, but in fireworks and all of that, but you're also getting a concert ticket as well. So it's well worth it. And hopefully you get a chance to experience one or all of these festivals at some point gives you a chance. I will to hear a little bit more about them. I will also put a link in the show notes to the episode where we talked about the other festivals like throughout property as well as the holiday festivals. So I'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes. And we are going to get up our call with Brenda. We're looking forward to hearing about her business and sharing it with all of you. We would like to welcome Brenda to the show. Her business, Castle Clubhouse Co., offers all kinds of unique stickers. They have glasses, coasters, keychains, all kinds of really cute designs, and we are really looking forward to hearing from her. We'd like to welcome Brenda to the show. Hi, everyone. Now, of course, we always start off with an icebreaker because we all love Disney and we all love to hear what are some of the things that you enjoy at the parks. So right now we've been asking people, what is your favorite snack at any Disney park? Um, has to be Dole Whip and the popcorn. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it has to be because um, when we went in the springtime, it was super, super hot. Yeah. So like that Dole Whip just cools us off instantly for sure do you like just the dole whip or do you like like i get the float with the pineapple juice before he loved that yes yeah and of course (laughs) disney popcorn popcorn always tastes better at disney that's everything tastes better at disney (laughs) that's for sure for sure now we want to hear all about your business and what are the products you offer connected to disney we offer Disney-inspired glasses. Um, they're I know they're trending all over TikTok and everything. Um, they're glass 
beer cans so you can use them to drink your iced coffee in the morning after you like drop off the kids after school uh we also offer mickey inspired coasters yeah. um, my husband personally cuts those out each and every one of them now what are some of the designs that you offer on your glasses because i've i've looked at your website and i've saw some really cute ones could you share a couple of your favorite designs well, currently we retired our Christmas uh, themed only because we're still shipping them out, hopefully making everything ship out by Christmas time. Sure. Um, yeah, we also have um, a 50th anniversary inspired cup um, that's holographic. You can put your name on the back of it, too. Oh, we nice. Also offer- yeah. We also have Harry Potter um, themed cup. Okay, I love Harry Potter stuff, too. Yes. (laughs) Now, Uh, we just also released the Starbucks-inspired Mickey and Minnie coffee. Yes, those are super cute. Definitely go and check them out on her website. They are so cute. Whether somebody loves Disney or Starbucks, I think it's so unique. That is a really awesome design. Yeah, next year we're also going to release some princess-themed Starbucks cups, too. Oh, how fun. Now with the, you mentioned the coasters, which those are fun because they're subtle that you could use them in your living room or your office. Uh, do those come in sets of four or how do you, how yeah, are those? Sold? They come, yeah, they come in sets of four. Um, we do also want to expand, but since my husband and I work full-time jobs, sure. <laughs> we, we try to make new designs, but we end up not going through with it only because our time is different. Our time schedules are different. Oh, for sure. Now, with you mentioned like you have Christmas designs, do you come out with different designs throughout the year then for like the different holidays and things like that? We did have a Halloween one this year. Uh, We didn't start the cups until September. Okay. So, yeah, it was a really recent release with the cups. Nice. Now, with that, you know, what was the inspiration for you to start your business? Um, COVID. I think everyone... (laughs) shop open because of COVID. Um, We were both out of a job, so we had nothing else to do at home. And it's so neat to see that the shops are still thriving. That's one of the things we've talked to so many people over the last year, like you that started the business. Now, you and your husband do the business together then? Yes. Um, I just do most of the social media and stuff, but he does everything woodwork. Um, He does want to expand but um, he has his own business going too. So it's just kind of hard. I work overnights, so we rarely see each other anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Now you both share something in common with Chris and I, you both were married at Disney as well. Yes. It was such a magical experience. Oh Oh my God. Everything was so magical. (laughs) Now, where were you? Like what locations did you have? We had um, the wedding pavilion. Okay. And then did you have a reception or a dessert party? No, we just had the wedding itself only because of the COVID restrictions. Oh, yes, yes. So we had our wedding through a Zoom call. Oh, we're all your guests? Yes. (laughs) That's nice, though, that you were still able to be there. And then it gives you an excuse. We actually, we were married in 2008, and then we had a vow renewal in 2018, and most mm-hmm. of our same guests came back. So maybe your guests who didn't get to come, maybe you could do something years down the road. 
hopefully with this COVID situation, hopefully it gets better. (laughs) For sure. Now with all of your products, how do you think that they add magic to your customers' lives? I just think, I mean, most people drink coffee in the morning. So (laughs) drinking coffee and starting out with a magical cup is amazing. Um, Our stickers are, um, you know, you can add an extra little magic to like your iPad or your laptop. I know a lot of people decorate their laptops with stickers. Um, The coasters, you can use them with your coffee cups. For sure. Now with your, I know you mentioned on the cups that you can have your names. Is that on all, do you offer personalization for different products or just on the cups? Um, Just for the 50th cup only because of our cups are all the way around designs. Oh, okay. But I also want to like add some cup designs that we can add more like more personalized for the customers. Sure. Now, I know we're coming out right before the holidays, before Christmas, but typically, Mm -hmm. what is your normal turnaround time? Like if I wanted to get a cup or stickers for a gift or something, what's your normal turnaround time? The stickers, pins, and keychains are about a week only because I pack them between Monday and Wednesday because I work overnight Thursday to Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, the cups about two to three weeks, mostly two, three is just, you know, if I'm busy or something, uh, coasters is about four to six weeks only because everything's hand cut and down stained paint. Everything's all handmade. Nice. But, and they are very nice quality. I will definitely make sure to share some pictures of all the different things. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and you, Brenda, you mentioned all these awesome products you make. Where can people go online to see more of what you do? Um, we have our own website, uh, com. We also have a code for first-time buyers. It will be WELCOME10. Awesome. And I will make sure to put that in the show notes as well as the links to your website and to all of your like social media platforms as well. And we really just appreciate you taking time to join us today. And I guess we should give what is your husband's name? We should give him a shout out as well. So that was so nice. We appreciate hearing all about your business and learning all about what got you started. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you again to Brenda for joining us today. Remember to use the promo code WELCOME10 to save 10% off your first order. And I have to say, go to her website. She has some really cool stickers I mean, things that you can use, whether it be on your electronics, you know, put it on your car. I mean, some really cool things. And again, that code is WELCOME10. Thank you so much, Brenda. And now we are on to our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And I know Chris said he has some trivia related to some of the stuff we were just talking about. Correct. Um, We are going to, first, what was the first year of the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival? Okay, is this a trick question? Because no, okay, I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Okay, because <laughs> I know like it it had a precursor that was at like downtown Disney, um, or Disney Marketplace. I think then I'm gonna go with oh darn, let's go with ninety three. Close ninety six. Oh wow, I knew it was sometime in the nineties because I remember it when we would go when and when I was younger. So oh well, I should have get to gotten an over under on that. Okay, our next question, 
is about the E to the B concert series. Okay. Um, here's some trivia for you, Vanessa. What's some, what's one of my favorite channels to listen to in the summer on Sirius? Yacht Rock Radio. Exactly. This yacht rock <laughs> artist performed, and this is according to Wikipedia, at the 2014, 2015, and 2016 Eat to the Beat concert series. Is this an artist that you like? Yes, I've mentioned him. I, I Okay, it's a him, so I, I gave that okay. away. He's an individual performer, and I would love to see this gentleman in concert. I'm terrible with names. Um, Christopher Cross? Is Ex- that- wow, Vanessa, congratulations. Is that it? No, is it that is, it? yes. Wow. Um, so Christopher Cross. Is he the, the guy that sings? Of- what is the song that he does that you like so much? Well, he does sailing. Oh, that's right. I was thinking he, something he, about boats. <laughs> and then he does a theme from Arthur, which I don't really remember the movie, but I, of course, ride like the wind, uh, never be the same, say you'll be mine. I mean, oh my gosh, that's the soundtrack to the summer. <laughs> wow. And we are so, going to have to go. Yes. S- what What was the last year he was there? Uh, 2016. And again, this is according to Wikipedia. So, I mean, I'm relying on folks who, who watch Eat to the BB and it's just another one of our trivia questions. So that's wow. pretty awesome. When you figure they didn't have the concerts in 20 and 21. So it hasn't really been that long since he's been there then. Yeah. Wow. Man, that wow. Was awesome. Yeah, that is, that would be awesome for you to see. All right. Now I'm going to switch things up a little bit for our ending quote because we this will be our last episode out before Christmas I decided to cheat and we're not doing a Walt Disney quote I'm doing a quote from a Disney movie that's about the holidays and this is from Holiday Wishes I'm sorry it's not a movie it's from the Holiday Wishes show at Magic Kingdom and this of course is no longer with us this show but I think it's a great quote and it really sums up what we think about with Disney and with the holidays The spirit of the season never has to end as long as you keep your loved ones near and the holiday wish in your heart. And that was said by Jiminy Cricket in the Holiday Wishes show. He was so wise. What a a very wise, a very wise insect. Thank you. (laughs) And we would like to wish all of you a Merry Christmas and we hope you have a safe and happy holiday season. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.